1: What's a movie that genuinely shocked you the first time you saw it? 651-641-1071. We're throwing that question out today. This afternoon, just after the two o'clock hour here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, your favorite midday radio program. It's the only one you got here on My Talk anyway. Uh, good afternoon. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Colleen will be back with us on Monday. Grant, along for the ride as well. Thank you. Now, Holly, why are we asking listeners to weigh in on their favorite movie that genuinely shocked them the first time they saw it?
0: Well, Bradley, last night I caught the tail end of a movie that shocked many people the first time that they watched it. Rosemary's Baby. Oh. Yeah. Caught the tail end of that movie. But I was kind of sad watching the end of that movie because I've seen it. A couple of times. Okay. But by the time I had actually gotten to watch Rosemary's Baby, it was already a pop culture meme. Meaning that I knew it was going to happen when I watched that movie. And I felt sad that I was not genuinely shocked the first time that I watched Rosemary's Baby. It was like, oh, what well, big deal. Like, not, not particularly shocking. I won't spoil a 50-plus-year-old movie. But that got me thinking, well, what were actual movies that were genuinely shocking to watch the first time you saw it. It could be that there was a twist, a surprise, something that was scary, or maybe you thought it was extremely innovative and you were like, wow, that was a really great movie because it has been, I would say for me, it's been almost 20 years since I was genuinely shocked at watching a movie for the first time. Yeah. It's been been a hot second and I'm kind of sad about it. Well...
1: I wonder why that is. That's probably a larger conversation, but, and we have time to go into it, so feel free. But in the meantime, (laughs) 651-641-1071, if you've got a movie that genuinely shocked you the first time you saw it, we did get a people, uh, uh, we got a people, we got a couple of people who sent us email. Uh, Dennis said, Requiem for a Dream, because of the extreme drugs, Short Bus, because of the extreme sex. Dead Man Walking because of a shocking scene, and Dancer in the Dark, which he says takes a twist mid-film and is definitely not a Hollywood-ending musical with Bjork. So those movies, he says, uh, make you think about them long after you leave the theater, which I think is probably a good quality for this particular conversation.
0: Exactly. Yeah, because you think about Rosemary's Baby, another movie that's kind of come into headlines in the past week that was extremely shocking when it first came out was The Exorcist.
1: Oh, you know, it's so funny. I just thought of that, but continue.
0: Well, you probably thought about it because news broke earlier this week that Paramount is spending $400 million to make more Exorcist movies. And when that movie came out, again, supremely shocking. People allegedly fainting in the movie theater and and collapsing and, and being all verklempt because it was so terrifying.
1: I can't watch that movie. And there's one particular moment in the film where I'm like, I can't watch that.
0: <laughs> I gotta go. What is it?
1: Well, it's the scene with the, you know. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew where I was going and I didn't even have to go there. Uh, it's just, it's awkward. Let's just <laughs> <up> that fast.
0: <laughs> But genuinely shocking. And I didn't get to have that moment with The Exorcist. Because again, by the time that I actually saw The Exorcist, it was already such a meme that it wasn't shocking. So yeah. Asking the question, when were you shocked?
1: Let's go to the phones. We've got Steve on the line. Steve has been patiently waiting. Okay, Steve, what's the film that shocked you when you first saw it? Uh, the 6th, Sense. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, I was watching it. Uh, my wife had watched it, and uh, I was watching it at night all by myself. thought, God, what's the big deal about this? Totally took me by surprise. So at the, you know, appropriate moment when the twist is revealed, you were like, wait, what? what? Yeah, I never saw that coming. Yeah, I didn't either when I first saw that. That's for sure. Steve, thank you for sharing Sixth Sense. You're welcome. Um, and Steve wasn't alone. We got an email about the Sixth Sense as well. Let's go to Tiffany. Tiffany's on the phone. Okay, Tiffany, what is the film that shocked you when you first saw it in the uh, theater or okay. whatever? It
2: is Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway camp. Have you guys seen that? It's an 80s horror movie. Um, let's just say people are murdered and there's a camp involved. But the character turns out to be a boy instead of a girl.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And that shocked yeah, you so
2: when you saw it? It shocked, yes, because, you you know, they actually show the bits. So it was very shocking.
1: Oh, Interesting. All right, Tiffany, thanks for sharing. I've have never Have you ever heard of that film? Thanks
0: Tiffany. Sweet, sleepaway Camp.
1: Sleepaway camp.
0: An 80s slasher film. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. But now we know what happens, so 80s... I won't be shocked. Yeah,
1: I was going to say she just ruined it for everyone, but I feel like <laughs> the uh the um thanks, spoiler Tiffany. alert period has expired on that movie. Yeah. Um Kate's on the line. Let's go to Kate. Kate, what's the film you were shocked by when you first saw it?
2: Oh, hey, guys. Um, it was actually the same as one that was already shared, at The Sixth Sense. Okay. Uh, but I wanted to add, because when Holly brought it up, so I now have two teenage kids at home, <laughs> and they're into watching, like, suspenseful movies. So we were super excited to watch that with them. But lo and behold, I find out, find out that it's a huge meme, and so they already know the ending. Uh, completely ruined. I can't watch it. It's a bummer. No more family movie, movie night with that one.
1: Yeah, no, that's a bummer. Kate? Thank you for sharing, yeah. though.
2: Thank you, Kate.
1: Uh, we're talking about films that, you know, supremely shocked you the first time you saw them. And I'm trying to remember other films that shocked me. Because I will say, other than The Exorcist, I mean, of course, The Sixth Sense. You know, mm-hmm. the, there, there's that um, that genre, right? Like, where there's a twist, where you're not expecting, certainly. Fight Club is in that realm for me. Okay. Where the I, end of it. I've never seen Fight Club. Oh. Yeah. It's it's not the great. It's not the
0: most happy-go-lucky movie, that's for sure. Yeah, that is, Grant, that is a good observation. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not one you want to put on a Sunday afternoon for a nice sit-down. So, um, movies.
1: I always like the, the movies that shock me are always the ones that make me think and like think too hard, and then I get weirded out by, like you know, like Blue Velvet. Yes. Um. There's a movie I was trying to remember the name of earlier when we were talking about this before the show, and it's called The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. And I actually left the theater because there's just a really, like, weird scene. I'm not even going to describe it. But, like, it was just, I was like, I don't, I can't, my brain, I'm not, I can't do this.
2: (laughs) No. It's like an
1: art film experience where you're just like, I know you think you're giving me something right now. I'm just uncomfortable. So I'm going to leave. Let's go to Susan, shall we? Susan is on the line, and she wants to share with us the film that shocked her. Hey, Susan, shock us with your shocker.
2: I was babysitting. The house is dark. This is 50 years ago, so there's only four TV channels. And um, I thought I was turning on an animal show. The birds. Oh. The birds. Oh. I had to call. Go in. I had to call my mom. I was so scared of the birds coming to kill me.
1: Yes, I. You know, I. You know, that's so funny that you mentioned that one, Susan. Thank you so much for sharing the birds that was a yeah thank you have a great day Susan um, shared the birds and I will tell you that the birds was one of those films that literally sticks with you after you watch it or it did for me yeah I I just have visceral reactions to you know the scenes where they're like all inside the house and the house is all boarded up and you can just hear the birds trying to get in it's just terrifying
0: Yeah. when Tippi Hunter in the phone booth and the birds are flying against the glass Ah! Ah!
1: yeah Theory. uh should we go to let's go to joy joy is on the phone hey joy what's the film that shocked you
2: american history x
1: american history x remind me what is this movie ed, about
2: what's his name ed edward norton. furlong norton yeah norton. norton. the transformation just physically with him but just the story itself i i remember just being numb like did i even actually see that and It's still with me today. I I think about that. I've never had to see it again.
1: All right. American History X. I don't think I've ever seen that. Thank you for sharing that.
2: Wonderful, but moving and crazy at the same time.
1: All right. Thank you for that. So American History X. I have not seen it. Have you seen it, Holly? Yes, I have. Are you
0: shocked?
2: Uh, I don't know if shocked
0: necessarily was the feeling. I haven't seen it since it first came out, and that was back in 1998. Okay. So I'd have to rewatch it again. That would be interesting to do that.
1: Grant, what do you want to add to the list? Oh, mine was Fight Club. That's pretty okay. much the one that I would go with for sure. Absolutely. So Holly,
0: I actually wanted to go back to Dennis who emailed us because he named actually two movies that I completely agree with that were shocking. One was Short Bus. Remember being dragged to that at an art house movie theater with somebody was like, oh, it's supposed to be provocative. And it was like, "Nope." Yeah.
1: You're like, i don't. Provoked. I'm not provoked.
0: I'm not provoked. I didn't need to see that. Yeah. I think that's what they're doing on the screen. I used to love
1: going to quote art films. You know, Mm -hmm. like I was the kid, like my friends and I would be like, we're going to go see Babette's feast. And then you sit there the whole time. Like, I don't know why we're watching this, but it's supposed to be smart and (laughs) fancy. And usually the most shocking thing was boobs or like lesbians or, you know, I don't know weird creatures or something right
0: yeah sure then the other one is dancer in the dark cannot recommend that movie oh, to why anybody do I know that? what's that well that's the movie that's starring bjork so bjork was oh, nominated yeah. for an oscar yes, for dancing in the yes. dark when she wore the swan dress to mm-hmm. the oscars mm-hmm. that movie is so traumatizing that you just sit there at the end and you are stunned into silence i will never watch that movie again okay. never All right. Traumatized.
1: Duly noted. I'm I'm, not watching it. Yeah. Let's let Kathy have the last word. Kathy, thank you so much for holding. What's the film that shocked you the first time you saw it? Hi, Kathy.
2: Yes. Um, Well, it's actually something about Mary, and it's not shocking, but embarrassment, because Mm. I went to the movies with my mother. Oh, wow. And had no idea. And it was the part where they opened the door and she's got the hair gel in her her hair. It's not hair gel. My Mm. mother laughed so hard. I thought she fell out of her chair and she was in
1: at the time. Oh, that's hilarious. Kathy, thank you so much. A happy note to end on. Not a creepy, weird avant-garde note. Mm -hmm. Holly, thank you so much for the question. And when we come back... Uh, we need to go back to Alex Rodriguez. Poor Alex. Ah. He's celebrating his 46th birthday, and we've got a lot to say about it. And we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that update, Grant. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm the Bradley, that's the Holly. And we need to talk about Alex Rodriguez. Poor Alex! Ah. Holly, Alex <laughs> Rodriguez, we mentioned him in the first segment of our show because uh, he was on a mega yacht or is on a mega yacht as is Jennifer Lopez, but a different mega yacht. In fact, a lesser mega yacht. And that's why I say poor Alex. Oh, there's this narrative about Alex Rodriguez just being kind of a sad sack in the shadow of Jennifer Lopez. But to that end, you actually keyed in on something that I hadn't even thought about, which makes him seem extra... Do you want to tell us the thing that kind of rubbed you the wrong way about a recent alex rodriguez story
0: well it's been the alex rodriguez story we've been talking about for the past week it's that alex rodriguez is having this big super mega 46 birthday party spectacular week month celebrating his 46th birthday
1: yeah it's just sad okay so tell me why you think it's sad
0: it's just sad because the man is turning 46 and he has to have a birthday week
1: You have a beef with birthday weeks, (laughs) and I would like you to lean into this experience. So what is your beef with the birthday week? I actually agree with you, but as somebody (gasps) who recently turned 46 and didn't find myself in the south of France on a $35 million mega yacht.
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) so my beef is with the concept of a grown adult. Having a birthday week spectacular. So there's this picture on page six of Alex Rodriguez standing in front of a big giant sign that says 46 with birthday balloons in front of a private jet. I want to say when you're 46 years old, you don't get a birthday week. You get a birthday. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your birthday. Celebrate yourself. You're special. We're glad you're here on the planet. Yeah,
1: 46 is a weird birthday to be like, put up the lights for my photos.
0: six. Put up the lights. I'm going to be celebrating now, for two weeks now. The only f-
1: caveat to that is I would say I think people are allowed a little special dispensation this year in that, like, for example, I turned 46 in April and I didn't get to celebrate my 45th. And I... Because, well, I, I did celebrate my 45th, let's be clear. I didn't get to do what I wanted for my 45th birthday. It was a
0: pandemic birthday.
1: But, like, I don't know if you know this, there was a pandemic.
2: Yeah. it's a pandemic.
1: Right. Um, So, like, I guess what I'm saying is you can celebrate maybe in a way you couldn't last year. Mm-hmm. So, okay, go a little extra out here, you know, go all out this year. if you. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
0: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trigiani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: You want to, but I don't know if you need to be doing it on a private jet with big lights and flashy. Um, 46 is blinking behind you.
0: Yeah, and then calling page six to give them the exclusive details and the photos of your birthday. And it's just, it's just sad. It's just sad <laughs> poor that he, poor Alex. Alex. Well, because also, he's not sad. He's totally not clear. sad. He's on a he's on a boat in the south of France. He's Alex Rodriguez is not sad. But the whole concept that he feels like he needs to have this much attention around his 46th birthday at this stage in the game of life, it's just sad. Now, the concept of a birthday week. OK, sure. Now, Bradley, before the show, you made a compelling argument for a birthday week. And as much as if your birthday's on a Tuesday, you celebrate oh, a little sure. bit on a Tuesday. And then on the weekend, you have a little bit of a celebration after.
1: My theory is that you should always like because, you know, how people are like, What are you doing on your birthday? And I'm like, I'm always like, I'm working. I don't know. Do you take your birthday off? I don't. I never have. Maybe it's because I didn't used to ever have any vacation. And so I'd be like, I'm not wasting, you know, a vacation day on my birthday. Because also that means other people would have to take the day off. And I don't want to just sit at home. So, I would always, I just always expect that we'll celebrate my birthday on a weekend. Yeah. So, maybe I get a slice of cake on the day. Yay! And then I go out to a nice dinner on, uh, you know, the weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, but that's not a week.
1: But it's that's not birthday week.
0: Exactly. This is, you know, they kicked off the celebration midnight at Tuesday. He went to the Hotel Paris Monte Carlo. He was there at midnight with a bunch of friends and family. Then they flew on a private jet. To Ibiza in Spain. Mm. And that's where the lit 46 and the balloons were. It's just, well, and then it's funny because sad Alex Rodriguez has to make a big to do about his 46th birthday. Because there are dueling birthdays happening in this narrative. Jennifer Lopez turned 52 last weekend. She celebrated with an Instagram post. No big deal.
1: Well, also, can we just acknowledge that? Isn't it a little weird that these two have been broken up for five minutes and they're both celebrating their back to back birthdays in the very same place, literally within miles of each other, if not being able to see each other off the bows of their competing uh, mega yachts? Yeah, like. Of all the places you're going to go to celebrate your birthday, you're going to follow in the shadow of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. And no offense, but you're never going to get as many headlines as those two, because that's just not the way celebrity works.
0: Right. Because Alex Rodriguez, you're always yeah. going to end
1: up looking like sad Alex Rodriguez. The same way Jennifer Garner stories always come up short, like Jennifer Garner uh, walks to the mailbox as Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck heat things up in Ibiza.
0: Well, they tried to explain that away by saying Alex Rodriguez had already planned this vacation before he broke up with Jennifer Lopez. But I say to you, Alex Rodriguez, anybody else can rearrange vacation. Why can't you? Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, we've sad been Alex. doing that for the last year and a half. Sad, Alex. Womp womp. Hey, speaking of sad, Crazy Stupid Idiots is next. Sad because... Yay! not sad we'll be right back man it's gonna be funny oh thank god for crazy stupid idiots oh, it just makes us all feel better and smarter and more productive in the world good afternoon i'm bradley trainer that's holly roberts and the two of us are about to bring you one of our favorite segments here on the Colling and bradley show it's called crazy stupid idiots well then
2: i guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It
0: stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It
1: sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. And sometimes other places. Like where?
0: We're going to Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, good. That's like Florida Jr.
0: It sure is. Because
1: they are, if it's not Florida. Chances are it's Pennsylvania.
0: Indeed. And it is today. We're going to Breckenridge, Brackenridge, Pennsylvania. Brackenridge. And we're going to the Allegheny London Brackenridge Federal Credit Union. That's a lot of words. That's a lot of, I know, I know. Well, we got to talk about this guy named Thomas George. Thomas George did something at the Federal Credit Union back in
1: 2019. Oh, okay. He's
0: being, we're talking about it now because he was convicted. Of his crazy, so stupid, crime. idiot crime. Um, so Thomas George went to the credit union wearing a Guy Fox mask. No, it wasn't Halloween, Bradley. What does it mean when somebody walks into a bank with a mask on?
1: Usually it means they want to rob the place.
0: Exactly. And that's what Thomas George did. He pointed what appeared to be a gun at two tellers. And Thomas George demanded that they open the gate, led to behind the counter. Then George stole $101,000. Whoa!
1: That's a lot. $101,000?
0: Yeah, George, he literally went into the vault of the credit union and stole $101,000. Wow. Wow! You know, and he would have gotten away with it, too, Bradley. If it
1: weren't those for those meddling kids?
0: Well, and by meddling kids, it's Thomas George himself. Because Thomas George robbed the bank had $101,000 and a witness saw him leave the bank and run to a vehicle. Then he they got the plates on the vehicle. Then another witness saw it and then saw George. And then here's the thing, Bradley. OK, Thomas George was identified Okay. because he had been to the bank the same day driving the same vehicle depositing $50 earlier in the morning. Oh, so
1: it was like a dry run, and he thought, no big deal, I'm just gonna, you know, see how this goes.
0: Exactly. Meanwhile,
1: being captured totally on film. Exactly. Also, how, like, $100,000 in what? Like, $20 bills? I mean, that's a lot. Like, how do you run out of a place with $100,000? I guess, I don't know my bulk cash uh, sizing.
0: Well, we only have $100 bills now. You know, like, well, we don't have $10,000 bills, you know, like currency Uh, only goes... Oh,
1: I thought you were saying we don't have like 20s anymore, (laughs) fives and ones. I'm like, we can only do hundreds?
0: (laughs) Oh boy, we're in trouble now. Uh, You're
1: saying the highest bill is 100 The
0: highest bill in the United States in circulation is $100. So I'm just trying to give you a visualization. So if you went to the vault and had stacks of thousands of dollars... It actually would probably be fairly portable.
1: Yeah, I guess um, because 10 of those hundreds would a be a thousand. thousand. And you would need a hundred of those thousands.
0: Mm hmm. Which is not that much. Yeah, we were just doing math here. That's not that yeah. much. Now, George spent a little bit of it because when investigators went to his house, they found $90,000 in a bag in the furnace of the house. Okay. So.
1: Also, I don't know that I would be putting my stolen cash in a furnace.
0: Well, he went and did a dry run and deposited fifty dollars yeah, before was he not robbed the bank.
1: Operating on, you know, even even a casual bank robber would know.
0: Yeah, the casual <laughs> bank robber on the street knows. Like
1: everybody knows, you're not gonna, you know, give people evidence before you've even committed the crime.
0: Exactly, and yeah, on that's the same why I day. could never,
1: I could never be a criminal. Mm. knock on wood
0: Mm -hmm. knock knock on on something
1: Um, because I overthink everything and I would be like well if this happened my DNA would be on uh, the paper cup that I drank as I was you know
0: yeah because so many of our subjects in CSI just do it they're just bold yeah they're not thinking they're
1: so bold that they fail miserably
0: exactly which Thomas George did he pleaded guilty in federal court to armed bank robbery
1: okay bye bye how much did that get him
0: The sentencing has not happened yet, Bradley. Okay.
1: Um, Where was that? That was Pennsylvania, That was
0: Pennsylvania, yep.
1: Okay, I would like to go to Novokuznetsk. What? Novokuznetsk. Great. Novokuznetsk.
0: Is that from a David Lynch movie? I was going to say, that's (laughs) from
1: Twin Twin Peaks. peaks? (laughs) Yeah. No, (laughs) this is actually the Russian region of Kemerovo Oblast. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's someplace in Russia. Great. And it's where we're going next for Crazy Stupid Idiots. CCTV footage. That's uh, the Communist Channel television's footage. Closed-circuit television. That, too. Yeah. <laughs> Closed-circuit television footage from a shop in the city of Novoknytsk, uh, which is a Russian region, on July 24th, shows a saleswoman uh, doing something that earned this story Crazy Stupid Idiots status mm-hmm. so the store you may be asking like well what's the store here's the deal a guy tried to steal some stuff yeah and she thwarted the criminal it's how she thwarted the criminal that earned her crazy stupidity its status
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let me give a guess mm-hmm. um she shot at him with a russian version of a nerf gun
1: oh i like that but uh- no
0: um, she decided to go on Looney Tunes and dropped an anvil on his head.
1: No, but uh, you know, dropping something on his head you're getting warmer. What if I told you the kind of store sh- this was?
0: Perfect. Is it a sex shop?
1: Oh my god, how did you know? Yes. Okay, so now <laughs> it's not a long walk down a short pier to figure out or I whatever the saying is. It it's not going to take you much. It's not hard. Well, oh, okay.
0: It was a schmildo. <gasps>
1: How did you know? I but mean- it wasn't just any schmilder. Oh no! So here's the deal: July 24th, the saleswoman is like, "Beep, boop, boop beep," ringing somebody up, and this guy shows up. She's working late, and this guy shows up, and he tries to get some money. He's like, "Give me all your money!" And she's like, "No," or should I say, mm-hmm. "Nyet!" And uh, after demanding all the money, she chases him off. By doing what any good sex shop worker should, and that's grabbing the nearest twin-ended schmildo, which was about three feet in length, and proceeds to beat him upside the head out the shop. So she chases him out of the shop, whacking him over. Now, this thing was literally just sitting there. So she, I don't know. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? She had immediate reflexes Yeah, and grabs the schmildo and then just proceeds to beat him about the head and he goes running out. um, And she chased him off. Or
0: maybe not, because those things, I I don't know. Kind of scary.
1: Uh, Kind of? Anything that's three feet long is...
0: It's three feet long?
1: Oh yeah, it's like this long.
2: Oh my god. Yes. Oh.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, you can see the video. There's video of her. Oh, like, great. she's like, whack, whack,
0: whack. All right. Well, now I have to check this now. OK, I'm looking at the store. How much cash did they think that they were actually going mean, to have it, in the register? Yeah,
1: like a couple hundred bucks. Maybe. Yeah,
0: because it looks like inventory is kept pretty tight.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, the inventory, there's probably a lot of, um, you know, uh, Never mind. Um, but it, it, it just looks like they're at like a Claire's boutique. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, get essentially your ears, what it looks Pierce, like. yeah, And yeah. then buy a, a three None foot
0: double hinted schmildo.
1: <laughs> you said it. Um, but but I love the video of her. She's just like chasing him out like
0: get out. Get out. It's like she's done this before and she was working from muscle memory. Yeah.
1: No, because she literally just immediately picks it up and starts whacking him with it.
0: I guess I thought it would be wider. No. I mean, why would it be Warner? Because it's three feet long. Well,
1: I know. But like, you know, it's got to be like, Okay, (laughs) we're just going to leave that story over there. Leave
0: it over there.
1: Now, I will say um, uh, the story goes on to explain what that thing is, um, but we don't need to share that with you because you have Google.
0: Oh, what she was using as a weapon? Yeah. Well, we already, I think, explained it enough.
1: Some people don't that's understand, everybody. apparently.
0: Oh, that's okay.
1: All right. You got another crazy stupidity for us?
0: Have you seen the movie Lady in the Tramp?
1: Okay. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> Oddly, that is the only film whose porn parody title is the exact same.
0: Comes full circle, really. Uh, I've got a brief... No, oh, it is
1: full circle. I mean, <laughs> if that thing's involved.
0: Oh, can we go to Spain?
1: Let's do it.
0: Now, I don't know. This might be a CSI first. This might be a crazy, stupid idea. Oh, wow. Idiot first. Okay.
1: Wow. Just wait to like drop that on us out of nowhere
0: well you know we we all got to start somewhere so we're going to spain and we're going to the city of lugo where police responded to reports from residents in a building of that town of loud music that they said made it impossible for them to rest now the police quickly went over to the place but they were like um here's the deal there's nobody home so we don't know what you're talking about But the other residents of the apartment complex were like, no, the loud music is coming from this apartment complex. So then officers attempted to locate the owner of the residence who was outside of the city. Well, they're like, well, they're not home. So what's the deal?
1: Oh, it was like a ghost.
0: It wasn't a ghost, Bradley. But after being informed of the noise complaints, the owner was like, huh, well, I'm out of town. Nobody's staying at my apartment. But I think I figured out who is responsible for this because it Ooh, turns out a somebody was responsible for the loud music coming out of this guy's apartment.
1: Okay. What's the mystery or how was it solved?
0: It was the guy's cat. The cat? The cat is the crazy, stupid idiot, Bradley. What? Because the cat activated the studio and was left in the house and has a habit of turning on the music equipment with his paw and moving the volume wheel.
1: Oh my god, that's hilarious! Because he thinks it's a game, like <laughs> yeah,
0: Row. yeah. So the cat turned it up to eleven, and then was annoying all the neighbors.
1: Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And then would turn it off, or it just like would turn it on and like go. No, hang that's out? the thing. Oh, but just okay. like
0: turn it on, blast it up to eleven, and go hang out. Oh
1: my god, that's hilarious.
0: Anyways,
1: that cat.
0: That cat was the crazy stupid idiot. That
1: darn cat.
0: No oh boy.
1: Uh, did they arrest the cat?
0: Uh no. Okay, they good. did not. Good. They just located the owner and then turned the music I mean, off.
1: Wouldn't you just like, I don't know, disarm, like unplug the thing?
0: Sure. Once like, you what?
1: realize your cat is capable of doing... I could not deal with knowing an animal could push buttons
0: They can. while they can. I was not home. Cats can open doors. I am
1: so grateful, supremely grateful. I don't know about your cats, but my dog
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday
2: so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. When she's home alone. Thank God.
0: Oh, my cats know. If they could, if it was lower, they could probably turn on the bathtub.
1: Oh, really? And let it run. And like flood and flood, flood the, the house.
0: house. <laughs> <laughs> Yay.
1: Cats love water. All right. Except they don't <laughs> want to be in it, right? They just want the drizzle.
0: Depends on the cat.
1: Okay. When we come back, we are gonna play a very
2: special episode of the throw back life.